welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we finalize on this series of The Science of Good Sleep. Hope this has been helpful to you. We are going to wrap it up today. At least I'm going to try to wrap it up today. And we're going to move on to a brand new topic tomorrow, talking about people-pleasing. So I hope you'll join me back tomorrow as we begin a brand new series. But let's go ahead and wind down on the final episode of this series. And uh, if this has been helpful to you, I hope you'll share it with others and leave a review. I appreciate that very much. And I appreciate you being on the podcast today. Well, I want to just quick rehearse the the reasons why sleep is so, so critical. And I'm just going to go through these fairly quickly I have reviewed a lot throughout the the different episodes we've had. And if you've missed any of it, I would encourage you to go back. But I want to just emphasize this at the end of it. And then I'm going to share a couple more tips. We're going to close it out. So did you know that poor sleep is linked to higher body weight? In fact, good sleepers tend to eat fewer calories than those that don't sleep so well. Good sleep can improve concentration and productivity. Good sleep can maximize athletic performance. Poor sleepers have a greater risk of heart disease and stroke. Sleep affects glucose metabolism and type 2 diabetes risk. Poor sleep is linked to depression. Sleep will improve your immune function. Poor sleep is linked to increased inflammation. Sleep will definitely affect your emotions and your social interactions. And so sleep is a critical piece of your overall well-being, your ability to perform at higher levels, your ability to think more clearly. Um, it, It detoxifies the brain as we've covered in previous episodes that we've done on this. And it's it's one of the most important things that you can do for yourself to cure so many ailments. And I'm not just talking about physical ailments, mental, social. It, in so many ways, it affects your overall health, wellness, mentally, physically, relationally, socially, in every way. So here are my last couple of tips as we finish this out. Well, I've mentioned in many of my other podcasts the importance of having a solid routine. In fact, this whole podcast is based on reframe and rewire greatness through daily routine. And one of the things that I've emphasized often is the importance of exercising. In fact, exercising every day will help you sleep. So if you're looking for better sleep, it may sound contradictory, but it's really not the case. Because Producing an adequate amount of endorphins. And when you exercise, a pituitary gland floods the body with endorphins. And these endorphins do a number of things. They will give you clarity for the day. They will give you more energy. They will boost your immune system. Um, They will give you a clearer mind. Uh, A number of of wonderful assets will increase. You know, they they just, they help you in so many ways. So uh, producing those, those endorphins has to occur, though, at the right time of day. So many people that I work with, 
uh, typically say, well, it doesn't matter what time of day I exercise, I can really only do it in the evening. Well, I usually tell them, you know, well, you have to decide when that is. But the case, uh, the fact of the matter is, and I'll, I'll share this oftentimes, is that when you exercise right before bed, it, it releases those endorphins. Now you've, you've really kind of created a war within yourself. So now your body doesn't know whether to produce endorphins to give you energy and vitality and a clear mind or whether it needs to produce melatonin to put you to sleep. So I hope this isn't discouraging you from exercising because by all means you need to exercise. And if all you have is the evening, then all you then it's better than nothing, in my opinion. Um, and from scientific statistics that I have studied over time in terms of the importance of exercise and what it does for your health mentally and physically. But there have been some studies done on it. And it's important to understand that in people with severe insomnia... Exercise offered more benefits than most drugs. Exercise reduces the time to fall asleep by 55%. And total night wakefulness is reduced by 30%. And anxiety by 15%. While increasing total sleep time by 18%. Now, isn't that worth it to get some exercise in? But when exercise, although exercise is good and it's a key for a good night's sleep, performing it too late in the day can, has been proven to show some sleep problems. And this is due to the stimulatory effect of the exercise, which increases alertness. And we mentioned that already with endorphins and adrenaline. However, some studies show no negative effects. So it really just depends on the individual. Now, again, I've, I've read this. I've taken this, this particular statistic that we just mentioned on exercise uh, from Healthline, and it's written by the same doctors that, that I was taking from the other article, the uh, Rudy Maurer, MSC, and CISSN, and uh, Alti Emerson, BSC, PhD. And this was uh, done in February 28 of 2020. So I hope that's helpful to you, and I hope that you will take the time to exercise before bed every night realizing the critical nature of, you know, the benefits of getting regular exercise. But I have one last tip to offer you before I close out. And that is to try not to drink any liquids before bed. Um, nocturia is the medical term for excessive urination during the night. Uh, drinking large amounts of liquid. There's nothing wrong with taking a glass of water, but large amount of liquids can affect you, Okay. Um, now, I'm a big advocate of drinking a cup of water before bed and a cup in the morning because it prevents dehydration, which I believe is a critical piece and can avoid, can prevent headaches, which is how I've cured my morning headaches. But to drink a large amount is not a good idea. Well, we're going to close out with that and end this series. Uh, again, I would encourage you to come back tomorrow as we talk about people-pleasing and begin a brand new series. This is Michelle Stoffes, Reframe and Rewire. Thank you for joining me.